to the show of Five Star Fam. I'm AJ. And wherever it is you get your pods, subscribe, share, and leave us a good rating. Welcome to another episode of Five Stripe Weekly, and it's a fun one. We had a comprehensive win against Charlotte FC, the I Haiti Five Derby, uh, whatever else you want to call it. Uh, basically, I mean, Charlotte, they were put down, and they did not have any answers. We, uh, we basically went to their house. And we took a little giant poop, really, honestly. But, uh, yeah, so in that sense, uh, in a good way, of course. But uh, LA United, they win 3-0. And uh, a brace and an assist from Caleb Wiley, the 18-year-old. And uh, Araruju with his first goal of the year as well. Almada with his second assist. It was a mighty, mighty good time. Uh, Johnny Fortune also made his MLS debut. Three points on the road and a clean sheet. Not too shabby. But uh, yeah, definitely a very interesting match uh, in how it started. I mean, we started off the blocks. And uh, yeah, we put them uh, in some trouble. Charlotte could not uh, deal with us. It was very much uh, one-way traffic. Uh, but... Uh, I think what what was interesting was that, yeah, I mean, Charlotte, you know, they just got themselves in trouble. I mean, essentially, uh, with our high press, uh, with our ability to counter press as well, we were winning the ball up high, and when we won it up high, it was something to behold. But, uh, yeah, but before that, uh, yeah, into that starting 11 the only change was the injured Mateus Hosetu. So Amar Sadic came in. So Miguel Berry was up top. Uh, Caleb Wiley, who, uh, yeah, maybe some would have thought maybe Derek Etienne would have come in. Wiley started. And uh, it was a great call. Gonzalo Pineda. I mean, he, uh, he definitely saw something uh, in Caleb Wiley's game to, uh, yeah, especially... Uh, in this type of match where, you know, there was a lot of space in behind and uh, also a lot of space uh, in our overloads uh, in the space that was vacated. So uh, definitely in the uh, in all the goals, pretty much. Uh, yeah, you know, you have some really, really great uh, moments where we press them uh, in their own half. And you have some Almada magic. You have some, uh, yeah, an Almada dummy. I mean, it's just really, really great stuff. And uh, yeah, so let, let's get into uh, some of the really, really good play. But, uh, you know, of course, we went into this match undefeated. But uh, yeah, so uh, in this uh, in this first half, I mean, we uh, we, man, you know, essentially... We uh, we were doing some things that uh, I think we've been hoping this team could do for a long while, and uh, you know, with a good number of the uh, the pieces that uh, are coming in and uh, that are first choice, uh, with two yet to really make the starting eleven quite yet. Uh, I mean, we look mighty good, and uh, we will need everybody to step up, uh, especially on the road. And uh, especially when you could see it on the road uh, in MLS, 
it's a very, very difficult thing to do to win. And for us to do that in an emphatic fashion is quite good. But uh, yeah, so into the uh, into that first goal of the match, uh, Sadich, yeah, he uh, he uh, created that uh, that takeaway that led to the first goal in the match. Uh, he tackled in the middle third to take possession away, and the ball found Tiago Almada. Who then passed it to a wide open Caleb Wiley. And yeah, the homegrown just took a touch. And then a belter. A belter right into the middle of the goal. And uh, yeah, we're ahead 1-0 in the fifth minute. Really clinical finish. I mean, it's... Yeah. I mean, he could have put it right at the keeper. But he he put it where... Yeah, it just uh, you couldn't doubt it. And... Uh, Who's hit with such pace that just unstoppable. But uh, and then a few minutes later, uh, we double our lead. Wiley found Luis Arujo on the far side of the 18-yard box, and uh, yeah, there was a expert little cutback uh, and onto his left foot, and uh, yeah, he buried a low-driven ball for the first goal of. This season for him, uh, it is also uh, yeah his first goal in a really long time. Unfortunately, uh, it's his first goal of the 2023 uh, MLS season, of course, and his ninth career MLS goal. But it's also his first goal since June 26th of last year. So, uh, but glad to see him break that duck and get on the score sheet. Hopefully, it's the first of many in the regular season for the Brazilian. But uh, in the uh, in the 29th minute, uh, yeah, maybe it looked like Charlotte could uh, kind of have a chance to cut into the lead. And uh, yeah, there was uh, there was a call for a foul inside the penalty area that uh, could have given Charlotte a penalty kick, but. VAR, they intervened, and it was reversed, and Charlotte did not get the chance for the penalty. So, uh, And, yeah, there was another strong chance on a set piece. Uh, foul was called, and there was a free kick right outside the 18-yard box. And Swiderski, he, uh, he stepped up and uh, curled a shot on frame, but uh, Braguzan, he punched the shot over the crossbar to uh yeah make his second save of the day but uh yeah in the uh, basically the uh pretty much the first minute of the stoppage time uh almada he uh was able to uh yeah carry the ball up and uh he kicked the ball wide to Adaruju on the right side and that's where that overload happened and Adaruju he was able to find a searching ball that uh, Amada dummied and Wiley, he was running that third man run uh, into the box and he was able to just tuck it away really clinically. I mean, it's just, yeah, two goals in the first half for the 18-year-old. I mean, it is, uh, whew, what a first half for Caleb Wiley. He, uh, that actually makes him... Uh, so at 18 years and 79 days, he's the fifth youngest player to contribute three goals in a single match in MLS history. And uh, yeah, 
this uh, with his first assist of the season, his third of his career, and it's Caleb Wiley's first match with a goal and an assist in the same match. But um, yeah, so that second half, a lot different story. Uh, we were able to keep the clean sheet, of course, but uh, yeah, definitely in that first uh, kind of early part of the uh, second half, Charlotte were coming at us. We were able to uh, withstand their waves of pressure, but uh, yeah, it was basically it was about keeping that clean sheet. And uh, yeah, you know Charlotte, they did threaten. Uh, they played with uh, more urgency in that uh, early part of that second half, but we were able to uh, thwart every single attack that they had, uh, you know, come against us. And Enzo Copetti, he. Uh, he looked dangerous. Uh, I mean, he didn't get on the end of, uh, of some of their play, but he was definitely in and around the box and making it a little sweaty for us. But, uh, yeah, we were able to, yeah, pretty much uh, put put them to bed. I mean, and, you know, that 3-0 was just too insurmountable. And, uh, yeah, very much a comprehensive win, even though we did not... Uh, maybe quite possess the ball, but you know, it's on the road. We're very good at counterattacking, as you can see here. We're in space, very, very dangerous. And uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, the first clean sheet of 2023. So uh, yeah, you know, very, very interesting, I think, as well, that uh, Charlotte had a better XG than us at 1.48 to our 1.46. So, yeah, you know, uh, we were just more clinical. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, we were able to put our chances away. And Charlotte's at home trying to show off for their really good crowd and a lot of Atlanta United fans of, as well, of course. Uh, unfortunately, was not the case for them. And we were able to walk away with the three points. But, uh, yeah, that... Uh, that, of course, uh, wraps it up for that uh, match review. But, uh, yeah, LA United, they return home to play against Portland Timbers on Saturday uh, in the rematch of the 2018 MLS Cup, of course. But, uh, yes, so getting into the news, the uh, Eastern Conference standings, ooh, it's pretty. LA United are up top in the number one position. Uh, with the top goal difference, with three two, uh, three wins and uh, yeah, basically, or sorry, three games played and two wins and one draw, and uh, we are uh, pretty much uh, on a slew of three teams in the East that are undefeated: Atlanta, Nashville, and Cincinnati. And you hate to see it, but you love to see it. Uh, Charlotte is all the way at the bottom in 15th in the third match day. So, uh, yeah, really good viewing there. But, uh, yeah, getting on to uh, the MLS team of the match day, Miles Robinson and Caleb Wiley, they were named to that. Well, well-deserved. Miles Robinson was very, very good in uh, the match against Charlotte, you know, really just putting out a lot of fires and, you know, kind of not missing a step since 
his Achilles injury. And uh, yeah, may it continue. But uh, yeah, Caleb Wiley with his two goals and an assist with an XG of 0.68. He is named the player of the match day. And uh, oh, yeah, did he have a day? That is, uh, that is for sure. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's obvious how well Miles Robinson has been playing. He was named to the U.S. men's national team roster for the CONCACAF Champions League on Wednesday. Uh, Robinson, of course, as well, uh, you know, suffered that injury that, you know, took him out of that World Cup. But uh, yeah, he is actually the only MLS player to be called up for the U.S. men's national team uh, matches in uh, in this go around. So very very interesting. But um, yeah, also Yorgos Yakamakis. He also was called up by Greece for two games in March. Ronald Hernandez has also been called up for two international friendlies. Derek Etienne Jr. as well uh, as uh, Chol. Uh, he has a chance to be uh, called into South Sudan's final roster for the AFCON. And uh, as well, Tiago Almada, he will probably be a lock to uh, be in the Argentina side for their victory tour for the World Cup, of course. And uh, yeah, I mean, that might mean that uh, a lot of players are out for that March 24th match against the Columbus Crew. And that's, uh, that doesn't bode well. I mean, that uh, is not something that we really want to see. Uh, I mean, we, yeah, we'll have to have the next man up step up. But uh, yeah, moving on to the press conferences from this week. Juanjo Parata, he uh, did a whole interview in English, actually, and uh, it was actually quite good. Uh, but he was uh, talking about building chemistry with Miles Robinson, Luis Abram, and Noah Cobb. And uh, that, yeah, they still have some things to work on, but uh, that the clean sheet, they were happy with that. Uh, he also mentioned that he hopes to stay with Atlanta at the end of the season because he wants to be quote-unquote, a champion with Atlanta United. Love that. And, uh, yeah, hopefully, you know, all that uh, all that talk can, you know, uh, transpire into the walk. But, uh, yeah, uh, in terms of, uh, you know, all the center backs, he did mention that, uh, yeah, in terms of, you know, competing for time and uh, stuff like that, that uh, he said... He uh, really likes to help Noah Cobb, uh, you know, with details like positioning and whatnot. And I think that's really great to see. I mean, you know, taking a young player under his wing and essentially, yeah, kind of teaching him the ropes a little bit. It's only going to make this team a lot, lot better. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the, uh, he did mention that he also wants to score, but, uh, yeah, and hopefully next match, but, uh, the clean sheets are what matters most. But uh, also, uh, a Johnny Fortune was, uh, you know, he made his MLS debut. He also was talking with the media, and uh, yeah, he was joking with uh, the me- uh, the press with how he wasn't sure if the whistle would blow before he got subbed on into the match. But uh, yeah, his main goal is to get back out there and play again, and uh, yeah. How uh, also he talked about being a leader with Atlanta United two, and how uh, he's got a lot of learn, a lot to learn from the first team players. But 
yeah, it is uh, something that, uh, yeah, he is trying to keep the same tempo between the first team and the uh, LA United twos, of course. And yeah, it's uh, it'll be very, very interesting to see how Johnny Fortune, who's very highly rated uh, within the uh, the club, uh, how he gets on, and yeah, how many minutes he does actually play this season. But um, yeah, so in terms of uh, yeah, uh, you have uh, you know the. Uh, Alien A2, uh, moving on to that, uh, perfect segue, going from Johnny Fortune to Alan Carlton. Yes, the brother of Andrew Carlton. But uh, yes, he uh, has been signed as uh, a new player of Alien A2. Uh, the 17-year-old uh, Matt Lowry, uh, the academy director, mentioned that Alan has been a talented player in the Atlanta United Academy since joining our original class in 2016. He is very technically and tactically gifted player who has shown great composure on the ball in the midfield. We're excited to see him continue his development with our MLS Next Pro team this season. So, uh, yeah, he was a member of the f- uh, first ever LA United Academy team. And, uh, yeah, it was uh, the team that also won the Generation Adidas Cup. So... Uh, yeah, he's continued to come up through the ranks, and uh, yeah, he made his pro- professional debut last year with the twos, uh, and yeah, he will be playing as an official player for the LA United twos this season. So, uh, speaking of the LA United two, uh, the regular season schedule was announced, and yeah, the team of course will make their debut in the MLS Next Pro. Uh, league, and there will be 14 matches at 5th, 3rd Bank Stadium in Kennesaw, and uh, Steve Cook will make his club debut for the season opener on March 26th against the New England Revolution 2. But, uh, yeah, you know, uh, season tickets will go on sale, and uh, yeah, a la carte games as well will happen, and uh, yeah, it's a 28-match regular season that concludes in September. So, uh, you know, we'll, uh, of course, keep track of all of that for you guys. And you can, of course, watch them on Apple TV, too. But uh, not Apple TV uh, 2, but Apple TV as well, just to clarify. But, uh, yeah, that does it for the news and gets us into our match preview. So, LA United 2 play the Portland Timbers at the Benz at 7.30 on Saturday. And Portland Timbers uh, have had a little rough go of it uh, so far in the uh, early part of the season. They're eighth in the Western Conference with one win and two losses. And their last match, they lost 2-1 against St. Louis City. But yeah, uh, probably uh, their strengths. They have uh, a good amount of depth in their squad. Uh it's a little bit uh, more primarily a 4-2-3-1 type of uh, team. And uh, in terms of, uh, yeah, the uh, the key departures from last season, Bill Taluma, uh, center back, uh, was traded to Charlotte FC in preseason. And, uh, yeah, Jose Carlos Van Raken, uh, yeah, 
was also a, uh, a player, their right back, that has since moved on. And uh, key acquisitions from the offseason, Evander, he's a Brazilian attacking midfielder, and it's a club record transfer fee from uh, Midgetland, that uh, FC Midgetland. Uh, of course, it was the club that Michael Parkhurst also played at. But uh, also, uh, yeah, there weren't other uh, senior additions, but uh, yeah, there were some uh, some other uh, kind of less primary uh, primary moves that were made. But yeah, so you know, aforementioned a four-two-three-one. The Charas are still a big part of. Uh, their squad, and yeah, they will be a, uh, I think, still a tough, uh, tough matchup. I mean, but uh, the predictions from around the league uh, in the pundits, they have them finishing as high as fourth and as low as eleventh. But uh, I think a majority of them have them kind of mid-table, uh, around fifth or sixth. So. Uh, if that holds true, they probably will be a very formidable team, and them coming into the Benz, I kind of foresee that they might, uh, yeah, you know, kind of uh, sit a little bit as they're, uh, you know, going to be a little bit more uh, trying to hit us on the counter. But last season, uh, they finished eighth in the West, 46 points, and uh, did not qualify for the playoffs. But of course, this season, it would be. But uh, getting into LA United and unavailable players, Ozzy Alonso, of course, still recovering from his ACL injury. Hosetu might still be a little bit questionable. We'll find out later in the week. But uh, yeah, that pretty much uh, would mean that most everybody else is pretty much available. And getting into that predicted starting 11, Braguzand. I think, of course, is uh, between the sticks, Lennon, Robinson, Purata, Gutman uh, persist. Uh, kept a clean sheet. Might as well stick with them. Uh, Abara Sadich in the midfields. Uh, you have Sosa might come on uh, later on and spell and give some minutes. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's been working. So, hey, you know, let's, uh, let's rock it until the wheels fall off. Uh, now, in terms of... Uh, the, uh, the starters here for the, uh, wingers, I think it's Luis Adaruju and of course, Caleb Wiley, who, uh, keeps his place and Almada at the 10 position, uh, of course. And I think we see the, uh, first MLS start for our DP striker in Yorgos Yakumakis and, uh, I think he can propel us to a win. I think he gets his first goal. And I think it's a 2-1 win. What do you guys think? Let us know in the comments below. But guys, that pretty much does it for the episode except for the question of the day. And the question of the day is, do you think Caleb Wiley is a winger, a fullback, or a wingback? What's his best position? It may be too early to tell, but what do you think right now? What kind of player can he grow into? So let us know in the comments below. Looking forward to what you have to say. And that's it for us today. Remember to subscribe to us if you haven't already. Share this episode and leave us a review and rating so we can pop up higher in your rankings. I'm AJ. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks,